with the recent death of Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman from Batman, the animated series, and a lot of other media for the over 30 years, uh, I wanted to get together with some friends of Quirky Pop that you've heard before. They're my family. I have my nephew, Justin, who was actually on my Batman, the animated series episode, and my cousin, AJ, who's an artist, and he's been on my show two times. So, welcome, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Um, I'm doing great. I'm doing pretty good today. Um, you know, happy to just talk about Kevin Conroy's me- memory. Um, yeah, I'm happy to get to it. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing. Um, considering the circumstances and the topic, uh, I'm doing good. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna like start off talking about. Kevin Conroy, the actor. Um, AJ, I'll start with you. Like, what did Kevin's work like mean to you? Well, Kevin was a Kevin was a big part of of my childhood. You know, I mean, not to just I mean, everybody uses that line, right? It's part of my childhood, but like this dude, like his voice being Batman. When I would come home from school, you know, I was watching Batman the animated series. You know, I am vengeance, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. I remember the first episode and I watched it like, okay, I'm hooked on this. I got to get home and I got to see what's going to happen. And, um, and, and, and what's the thing is, I didn't even know, um, of, of, of him, you know, as a kid, like you don't read the credits, you know what I'm saying? You just watch it. So I didn't find out about him, his actual name and stuff till later. Um, but coming to realize what that did for me, like growing up and giving me something to do and something to emulate. I was talking in the Batman voice, you know, especially if it's somebody that I didn't like. And be like, yeah, that punk over there. I want to <laughs> deal with him. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, so he was just a big inspirational um human being for me okay what about you jay i mean uh both of you guys already know how important kevin conroy and just the character of batman was to me as a kid and still now um like getting introduced to the justice league um unlimited as a kid and then the animated series i was like what three Mm-hmm. three years old maybe younger <laughs> like having that in front of me like I, I didn't really have a lot of male role models but like that on the tv screen um just the the pure voice of command and calculating and um just being smart and just the the man in the room like i loved seeing that like i, I loved um just experiencing that as a kid and just like what aj said like i wanted to be that I thought for sure that I was going to be Batman when I was a kid just because of um, how well, like, he just did as that character. Um, I remember showing AJ when he came over to San Antonio. I I loved, like, Batman Arkham City, like, the game. And I was showing him, like, the game and everything like that. I was, like, like 13 or 12. (laughs) And, like, at my grown age, like, showing him that game. Like, I really loved it. Like, I really loved that character. Yeah, I man, I, I know that for a fact because it's like when you were what six or seven years old, like I drew a picture of Batman and like we still have a picture together. I know you love Batman since like jump, like since <laughs> Batman draws, you know. 
Uh, yeah, so, yeah. For me, like, I, as a kid, like, I definitely enjoyed your show because I would watch it after school, too. It would be, like, that lineup, like, Tiny Toons. Um, what was it? Animaniacs. A couple other shows. Gargoyles was on yeah. around that time also. Uh-huh. And then Batman the Animated Series. And I, I knew I liked it, but I didn't know why as a kid. But, like, watching it again as an adult, like, when Justin was little... I was able to really appreciate the voice work that went into Batman and just, I mean, that whole show, like, I, I would say Batman Name Series is probably, in some cases, better than Justice League, in a way, just just of all the different pieces that went together, even to, like, the orchestra. Like, who does that now? Who has, like, a live orchestra? No one. Playing the music. <laughs> like, that. Like um, when Kevin died, I found myself watching episodes, and they would put like the you know skip intro thing, and I'm like, like I felt offended. Like why would I? Like every single time, I need to hear this song. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's I never skip the intro. <laughs> Only on shows that I that I don't care about, but that no, I never skip the intro. Like I used to know exactly how it was going to go with him. Punching that guy out to do go rolling and like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew it by heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I wrote down top five Kevin Conway performances, but like if you only have like a few or whatever, it's okay. So um, mm-hmm. I'll go first with what I have. So I definitely put the one episode of Justice League Unlimited when he was singing "Am I Blue." um like i I can't think of her name but she does the voice of wonder woman from the series Mm -hmm. and they seem to be really close and she was just talking about him and uh after he died and just saying you know how he loved his fans but she's one thing that she said about him is that he loved to sing and Mm -hmm. i know he did different like broadway things and stuff in the past so i think that was just like cool for him to do that and Apparently, like, that was one of his favorite things to do at conventions was sing mm-hmm. Am I Blue? Mm-hmm. And luckily, like, my daughter and I, we got to hear him do that for us. So it's like, I have that special memory of him serenading me singing Am I Blue? <laughs> so I always remember that. Um, I saw this clip of Teen Titans Go where he's on there as Batman and it's like in a joking way. He's like, he's Batman's talking about having to live in Batman's shadow and uh, he's still doing the voice but it's kind of comical and it's not something that we normally got to see so that's like mm-hmm. another performance I think one for probably all fans is uh episode of Justice League Unlimited when he was comforting Ace like before she died mm-hmm. like um, she's just like he sat down with her and we got to see his humanity. That was like a, a big one for me. And then Batman talking to Baby Doll her, in her first appearance on Batman the Animated Series. Because mm. he, he plays like this anger guy. I think like you mentioned that in our episode, how he could have, you know, just like threw her around like a rag doll. But he was like trying to talk to her and, you know, realizing like, no, I could literally kill her with one 
punch to the face. Like, yeah, <laughs> those are my top like mo- like moments. But I would just also say whenever he would have on the costume. And mm-hmm. then, like, maybe I think it's one episode of the anime series where he got a phone call and then he had to switch it off and be Bruce again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. seeing that contrast, it's like, oh, like, you really feel it. Like, okay, he is really doing two different voices here. Mm-hmm. Very distinct voices. So those are my top. What are uh, yours? Uh, Justin, you want to go? Uh, yeah, I'll go. Um, I, w- I was rewatching it like the day of his death and I was like, I gotta like watch at least like a season, a season's worth like, you know, today. And um, it was in season one and I forgot what the episode was called, but um, it was a in the episode he was just talking about like, you know, I can't keep doing this. Like I can't keep being Batman. I feel like none of my efforts like are going anywhere. And that's like a real life like issue that people have. It's like the job that I have right now. Like, I feel like I'm going nowhere doing it. I feel like I do more harm than good. And like, right when he's having that thought process, he goes on to, um, you know, try and like stop this crime going on that commissioner Gordon that he gave the name of the slip up to. And Commissioner uh, Gordon, he gets shot like in that process and he blames mm-hmm. it on himself. Mm-hmm. And when he goes back to the Batcave, like he, Alfred like talks to him and he's like, you know, how are you doing during this? And have you eaten? And he was like, I don't think it's worth it anymore. And he like throws the, the, uh, the cow like into like the depths of like the Batcave. And you can hear if if you if you watch that episode there is mm-hmm. a hellish scream that i've never heard batman ever let out and it's just it's not from like physical pain it's just like why is this happening like why do i keep going on and like like do the same mistakes until the end of the episode to where he helps out a kid who ran away from his home he does the little things that affect the world on like a huge like grand scheme he redeems himself by saving garden again and then he's like you know what yeah, like I am him. Like I, I am Batman. Like I just got to keep doing it. That was, that's probably like my favorite. But um, my second favorite would pro- probably be uh, I don't I know you guys probably didn't play the game, but it was in Batman Arkham City. Spoiler alert: Joker dies at the end, <laughs> and um, nobody dies. <laughs> Come on, his final call, <laughs> and then he's like, you know laughing and then batman's like you know what's funny he was like even after all you did tonight he'll tell you i'll go like you know destroyed the whole city he was like even after all you did like i still would have saved you and you could hear it like it, mm-hmm. like it wasn't a lot that he had to say but that is just like wow like i personally want to have saved joker but like no. i don't understand why he did but no. i was like i understand like he really did care and just want everything to turn out okay but yeah, like I would have that in my top two because my other like favorites are probably yours as well. Okay. Yeah, y'all y'all covered a lot of a lot of mine and some of them that I forgot about. Um, I mean, some of my favorite memories of Mask of the Phantasm was probably one of my favorite uh, films. I mean, of all the Batman, even the the live action stuff, it was just so well done. Um, as far as particular moments, it's just a lot of things rolled into one. Like my mind just keeps hitting 
different lines, like like when he would like you were saying, cousin, how he turns off his Batman voice and he goes back to Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And and then he has the compassionate voice. You know, it, it was just I mean, I can't just pinpoint one thing. It was just his work as Batman as a whole. Um I always bought it. You know, I, I just always bought it. And his voice is was is always just in my head as Batman. Even when I watched the live action stuff, it was I was still hearing his voice. Even though Christian Bell, where is that? <laughs> you know, Christian Bell doing his thing, but I'm still hearing Conroy's voice and it's not matching up. I'm like, uh, uh, could he just have dubbed this? <laughs> but um, no disrespect to the the actors in the the movie, but um, I'm just joking. <laughs> but it was it as a whole, man. Just his whole work as a whole. I wish I could have got to see his live action. I need to go back and see that he got to be live action Batman one time. Yeah, because he was older. You know, he got to play like older Batman who was like mean and you know, grumpy. Like, I would like to see his actual performance, um, you know, instead of just the voice. Uh, I would like to see that. I need to track that down and watch that because I have not seen that. That Batman, he killed people. That Batman killed yeah. people. Yeah, he was bad. Is it, was it on Batgirl or was it? It was, it was on Teen Titans, I think. Um, yeah, I this think was a that... live action. He was old. Yeah. Not, not Batgirl, but Batwoman. Because I, I saw like the actress who played her in the clip where he's like coming after yeah. Supergirl, mm-hmm. but I don't know. They had like a couple different shows. It was it was either the live action Teen Titans or or Batwoman. I know Batwoman got canceled. Um, but oh well, actually it might have been Batwoman because it was like they had to recast her and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. I think they got like a couple seasons, like two or three seasons. Yeah. But yeah, that would be good to see the whole episode. I just saw this the small clip and I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Mm. But I wanted to go back to what you said, AJ, about hearing his voice all the time. Like everyone that's been talking about him has been saying, like, when I read comics, I hear Kevin Conroy's yeah. voice. They don't hear mm-hmm. any of the other guys who have played him in movies and stuff. Uh, they they hear Kevin's voice, which is just mm-hmm. like a testament to just how good of an actor he was. Yeah, and like I, I think he originally read for like Lex Luthor or something. Yeah, um, it was he read for someone in. completely different because he didn't even like want Batman. He was like, no. you know what? He was like, but <laughs> like, you know, we got something better for you. He was like, oh sure, why not? Yeah, that was like his first big role. That's that was like his that was the role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's what over thirty years. Yeah. Of, yeah. of employment, like, I mean, him and Mark Hamill just just killed. They own those roles. Mm-hmm. Batman and Joker, just um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's nobody can touch it. I don't even know where they go from here. No, I don't know where they go no. from here. The only person that like even like tried to compare to that was Roger Craig Smith. Mm-hmm. He actually played uh Captain America and like animated. He did a pretty mm-hmm. decent job, but not Kevin Conroy. Like Yeah, I, I don't know. 
It's kind of like um, Kevin Conroy. I put him in that class with Peter Cullen. Yeah, you know Optimus Prime. Well, imagine Optimus Prime with a different voice. You can't. You know, <laughs> it's like, huh? Like if Optimus Prime sounded like me, like, <laughs> like what, man? That's a weak voice. <laughs> but you know, they had a commanding voice, and um, to to do something that you enjoy doing. For that amount of time and then it's so much I, I remember him telling the story about how people would come up to him at conventions and crying and stuff and um to say to tell him how much those roles meant to them because they were at a certain point in their life and some people it was an escape because they were in abusive situations and they would come home and just watch batman so he was like talking to them. Um, it's just a lot, you know. It's just a lot. His 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 work, his body of work, is that what might have seemed just oh well, this is just another gig for me. It turned into something that was like whoa, like mind blowing and life changing for a lot of people. Yeah, damn, it was. I mean, I was I was honestly like so blessed just to be able to tell him like thank you, just. Yeah what you've done because um that definitely changed the trajectory of my insane to say to watch for me to say like watching a show changed the trajectory of my life but it, it did it definitely did mm -hmm. yeah i don't think it sounds insane at all because that's i mean i can name things that have changed the trajectory of my life and it was stuff that was just fiction you know it's just stuff people made up but it it got you at the right time. Yep. That's the thing with all this. It gets you at the right time. And just when you needed it. It's kind of like when you go, for those of you that know, that go to church. <laughs> like when you go to church and, you know, the pastor's talking, he's talking about something. And you start looking around like, is he talking to me? <laughs> you know, does somebody tell him? Like it just got you at that right moment. And that's what it that stuff like Batman and some of the other creations, sometimes they get you at that right moment and they just hit you like, this is it. And you're not even like oh, conscious of it. It's just happening in your head and you don't even know it. Yeah. You know? Ah, yeah. That's good stuff. And um, I, I would like to share this. Um, my animation mentor, I've mentioned him on one of the other recordings we did, Rusty Mills. Okay. He did a lot of the animation for um, the original Batman animated series. Mm -hmm. And he had shared a lot of the sketches, the original sketches with me. So like between Kevin and Rusty, like I was like deep connected in Batman, <laughs> you know, cause I was drawing it. And to, to have met people that, one who drew it, the the cartoon I used to watch. I'm watching him scroll through the things. I'm like, oh my God, I remember that episode. And then the voice of it, you know, it just everything just came full, full circle. Like I was I just fortunate to um have encountered both of them. Kevin, I didn't get a good one-on-one -on -one with like that. But Rusty, I mean, he was like training me to animate. Um, and even though he never met Kevin, Kevin never met Rusty, 
because the the animators like the voice over goes first and they never really get to see the animators at all they mm. keep us locked away in a dungeon <laughs> or in a bat cave i should say and then we get all the voiceover, all the cool sounding voices, and you animate to that. So they never get to cross paths at all. But I was like the connection piece be between the two of them because they never even met each other, you know, which is crazy. All those years working on stuff and, you know, never, never happened. That's really cool. Like, I, I when I look at the animated series, there are some beautiful like background like oh that they God. created just to steal yeah. like pictures that they made. It's it's mm -hmm. so beautiful because they their inspiration was from uh wasn't it like the Gothic London? Yeah, I think so. That had to have been. Yeah, because there was a place in Europe I think like named after Gotham, but. It was. It, it looks so cool. It looks so so cool. Just the, uh, the mm -hmm. red sky that they have. Oh, yeah. that's that's amazing. And it was always red glowing things inside yep. of certain buildings, and uh, and it was the first time they started drawing characters with that jawline. Mm -hmm. Like Batman has a jawline, and Rusty was explaining because I was like, "Why is his face look like that?" And <laughs> and he's like, "That's because it's it's makes for a more efficient animation." Because you can draw it faster, and it's easier oh. to find the shapes. That's why they they styled Batman, and all the all the other characters followed all of them from Justice they, League. They inspire like everything mm -hmm. if you think about it. Yeah. They inspired yeah. a lot of superhero animations. Yeah, and that was all from from that Batman show. Everything else followed suit. Flash, you look at his chin, like a Superman, um, and then like. You know, Joker had his own look with the the, the long pointy chin. Yeah, uh, it's just a great, great body of work. Hmm. Oh, um, I wanted to move to just talking about Kevin as like the person, and I, until like more recently, shortly before his stuff, I didn't really know much about his personal life. Just that. He, you know, would go to conventions. They would want to say how great he was. And, you know, Justin and I getting a chance to meet with him and him, you know, being, you know, really kind and stuff. But I didn't really know much about him. And then uh, maybe it was like October. They, he wrote this piece called Finding Batman. And uh, they put it to like a comic book thing. And I think we all got a chance to read it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to get you guys' like initial thoughts on that piece, Finding Batman. Um, man, that that had me sad. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had no because it's so crazy. Like a actor that I know very well, I did not know like his history as much because he didn't really have a huge social media presence. So mm -hmm. I guess that was like part of the reason, but um, yeah, like when you taught me that um that he was gay, I had no idea he was gay. Mm -hmm. I had no like I had no. Clue. Wait, he was gay? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not read that? No. And of that. course, it doesn't <laughs> change anything, but it gives more of an introspective to um mm -hmm. just how much this character means to him, uh, mm -hmm. the history with how much. 
bigotry he had to go through. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's insane, especially in the, you know, the Hollywood industry. He gave more of a light um, to stuff like that. But this character really is important to him. Like this character, like he he claimed that like it, it is like a part of him now. Mm-hmm. Um, like how he just saw Bruce as just a man who uh, was tormented by his past and uh, by what happened to him, how he said that his, um, you know, beginnings was, it was hard. He connected his own pain to Bruce's pain. Mm-hmm. And I think that for like, whenever actors do that, it, it's dangerous, but it's definitely coping at the same time. I think that uh, I love acting, but it, it definitely is a coping mechanism. Yeah, that, that that's for damn sure. And, you know, I didn't even, until I read that, I didn't I didn't know he was gay and I didn't even care. Um, because to me that has nothing to do with anything. Um that has nothing to do with nothing, you know? Whether you're good at something or not, that had nothing to do. I just found out just from reading that and then learning about his life and all the stuff he had to go through and because I mean I had heard him speaking on um on another show and and he was talking about his life growing up and uh some of his pains growing up and with his father um who was an alcoholic um who never told him he loved him <laughs> you know never told him he was proud of him and I'm sitting here like this sounds familiar yeah <laughs> mm, I can relate to that I can really, sadly, I wish I couldn't relate to that, but I can, um, you know, a man not loving you and a man not loving his, his, his wife, um, you know, all the stuff he had to go through. And even in the end, like his, his father didn't ever give him that recognition, but he did come to his plays. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastic to know, you know, cause he was a Shakespearean, he did Shakespeare. And I was like, wow, I did Shakespeare too. You know, uh, I did Julie, I was in Julius Caesar. Uh, I was a character in Merlis. And then I was also um, Othello. I did Othello too, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had that in common with him as well because I wanted to be an actor. I just wanted to do it. And so a lot of that stuff he was sharing. Um, you know, it, it's a, a lot of it just hit me, and I was just like, "Man, this guy!" Because, like you said, Jay, like he didn't have a big social media presence, and and that's a good thing because it's, it's it's pretty toxic at times, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I mean, um, he would come on at different times and post things here and there, but mm-hmm. he never really got too personal. Like uh, yeah. sometimes he would talk about um, important issues, but it was like rare but he he had a presence but it wasn't you know it wasn't big you know like like some somebody else like he he was just he did what was necessary um that's that's the best way to put it he just did what was necessary like hey this is what i'm doing check this out Mm -hmm. um you know because i didn't even know he was sick um it's like i mean i mean for it's none of our business really just like Chadwick, I didn't know he was sick. You know, these things, and then someone dies, and you're just like, wait, what? You know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how? When? Like, 
You know, cousin, I didn't find out until you text me. Really? That's when I found out when okay. you text me like, oh, man, you know, Kevin Conroy. I'm like, wait, what? Because I try to stay off of social media as much as I can because it's nothing. Not much good comes from it. Every time I log in, somebody is dead. Somebody is shot. Somebody's mad at someone else. And then I found out he was dead. And I'm like, wait, what? How? Yeah. Yeah. I had I, no idea he was sick. It's like I just seen him at a show. <laughs> I got it, this guy. You know, I just seen this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I'm glad, though, because like, she um, texted me, too. I'm glad you texted me before all the media outlets did. Because I think that like, mm-hmm. I, I was in denial when you first said it. She was like, hey, yeah, rumors are, you know, spreading around. I was like, oh, rumors are rumors. Like, yeah. Maybe not, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I look deeper. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, like he he is he he did pass, but it it would have hit my heart if I just saw that on Instagram while scrolling, and then yeah. I'm like, wow, yeah, and it was just, yeah, you know, it's yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I was glad that you had had notified me. That was the first I had heard of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know about any rumors, and and then I, you know, I had to go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Why? Why did I do that? But but I just couldn't. It was it's one of those shock things. It's somebody that I don't personally know, but yet he had a big impact on my uh, on my path to get to here. You know, I'm sitting here drawing. You know, I was drawing Batman. Then, when he was voicing it, he voiced it all through my life. And now the guy's just gone. Just It's hard for me to um, accept. I, I have a problem with death. It's, it's, it's a part of life, but I've, I just, I got a problem with it. Yeah. I just do. And it got me really sad. Um, but at the same time, I try to use like the, the whole Jedi way. I, I've, I've adopted this Jedi philosophy. I, I try to celebrate how the person lived. I try to get my mind there, like, okay, mourn them, do not. Bless them, do not. You know? Be honored by those who pass into the Force. You know? So I'm like, you know, he passed into the Force, man. He he made He's making me and other people stronger. Because now he's in this energy. He's in my creative energy. He's always in my mind. You know, he's always there. So in one sense, I'm sad. In another sense, I'm like, well, he passed into the force. And one day I'm going to pass into the force. Yeah. So it's like this whole realm of energy, this positive energy, he's still a part of it for me. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, we kind of skipped ahead a bit. I wanted to go back to the uh, Finding Batman and oh, one, it's okay. <laughs> right, I, this is getting I, I, deep, when we have man. conversations, it just kind of flows <laughs> and it works. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but I, I wanted to mention the one scene in Finding Batman where he's with his brother who's schizophrenic and he's trying to help him. He had gotten back to like the house that he was checking in on him, and he ends up calling him, you know, the F word the other F word yeah. and how he just 
had to kind of work through that. And it made me think of running him running those lines as Batman, dealing with a lot of mentally ill people mm-hmm. who um, need help. And he, 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 you know, he's fighting them, but at the same time, like he understands that like they're in pain. So I definitely would imagine him drawing from those experiences too, not just like, you know, with like his dad dealing with someone who's seeing things that, that aren't there and mm-hmm. having to be compassionate. Uh, um, I, I would say that um, definitely as you guys were saying that it, that story, his life definitely had like an influence on his work. And that's why it was so good because mm-hmm. he, he was Batman. Like he, de- he was Batman. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I'll say like with uh, his, look, him releasing that in his last few months, I, I'm thinking he probably knew that his time was, could be possibly like coming to a close and he decided mm-hmm. to like share that information. I will say yeah. I, I I'm glad that unlike Batman, he was able to find someone. Uh he was married to a man. I think they got married in like 2016 or something like that. And I I think that's great that he was able to find love mm-hmm. before he died. That that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I when he died, I went to his Twitter page and I remember his last post was on Halloween. And mm-hmm. you know, he was like, you know, happy Halloween. And I think he might have been standing in front of his house. It's like there were like these fake bats outside. And I love how he sometimes like actors like they're like, you know, I played that role and I've forgotten about it. I don't think about it. Like whatever but like he he owned it he did he never mind talking about batman that he would have batman memorabilia Mm -hmm. in his house so i i I just thought that was pretty awesome to see that and i saw people were like commenting more recently they were like they're saying that you're dead man say something Mm -hmm. so it's not true like it was like a get up, you ain't dead moment. Like at a funeral, mm-hmm. like people were just like, no, say something. Like you, you, it can't be. Or, um, he was supposed to make an appearance at a con in August, and he had to cancel it. And someone had asked him about it, and he was just like, sorry, uh, it's beyond my control. I'm sorry, I can't be there. Mm-hmm. And, um. People started commenting under that. I'm like, oh no, like he probably knew it was the last time and stuff. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it's interesting, like seeing that like unfold. But like, kind of like you said, it kind of reminded me of like chat with Bozeman's passing, how, you know, both men were trying to, they were going through that, but they were still using their last days to like bring joy to people mm-hmm. like, like chat with what like still visit sick kids and give them things and um kevin kept going to conventions like very selfless you know yeah 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 um i i can't believe i don't have the actress's name but the the actress that plays wonder woman uh with the animated 
things, she said, I want you to know that Kevin appreciated all of you and he loved you guys very much. And like hearing her say that, I was just like, okay, okay. You know, mm-hmm. Even though I got to tell him that, and like, you know, Justin, you got to tell him that. It's like, it was just good to hear that from someone that he was close to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's powerful stuff. It is. Yeah. And we we kind of got through all of like our topic with like Kevin's death and stuff. So I, I wanted to move to like a third topic because as we were planning this a few days ago, we learned about the passing of Jason David Frank, who played the Green Ranger and White Ranger and I guess he played other rangers, but at that point I wasn't watching the show anymore. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, like Justin, were you familiar with him? Because he was Oh, uh, like a little bit. Like I, I wasn't as big into the Power Rangers. I was one of those kids where it'd be like, well, Batman could beat up, you know, all the Power Rangers. So like I, I don't even mess with them like that. But like I always like catch, you know, the Power Rangers. Um I, I catch the new ones, I catch the old ones. And of course, I was very familiar with the uh the Green Ranger. Cause like, you know, he was him. Like, you know, et- like everyone, everyone loved that guy. Um, I'm probably not gonna have as much an uh, emotional connection uh-huh. as you guys do. Yeah, but, uh, I definitely understand how impactful he was to that role, and uh, a lot of respect to go to him. Um, and his ending so sad. Um, I I really hate when um I have to hear about an actor taking their own life. It, it's really sad. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um. What about you, AJ? Like, did you watch the Power Rangers? Yeah, I did. Um, even though he wasn't my favorite, uh, Who's I had your to favorite? go the Black Ranger. Uh, okay. <laughs> Shout out to Walter Jones, my man. Walter I know you got Jones. to meet him before. Yes. Um, but, um, you know, he was the leader, mm-hmm. you know, and he was the Green Ranger and also the White Ranger. Um, Batman would have a hard hard way to go with the White Ranger. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, it would be a good fight. Southern, though, aren't they fighting for good? Yeah, but once yeah, Batman but, sees them in like Gotham, he's like, all right, here yeah, we they go. Gotta, they got to go and take your pizza monsters with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, I mean, see, see, like with, with uh, especially with uh, alpha, alpha males, sometimes you got to just see who's the best. You got to just see. It ain't even about good versus evil anymore. Batman will be like, all right, White Ranger, it's time to see who's the best. And White Ranger will be like, bring it on, Batman, you know? <laughs> and they would go at it right there on some neutral ground, like right on the outskirts of Gotham, just to see who could better the other. But anyway. Once Batman sees them pull out like a whole robot, like the size of a building, he's probably going to be like, mm. No, but I'm, see, it got to be. I'm gonna roll back. Superman got y'all later, though. <laughs> no, see, it got to be a, it got to be a, 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 a legit fight. They can't go into the the big robot like they can't do that. It's got to just be hand to hand, good old fashioned, old school. But anyway, um, I'm digressing here. Um, yeah, I did watch. Uh, even though I watched Ninja Turtles way more, mm-hmm. um, 
I mainly had Jason David Frank encounters at the Comic Cons because I remember the dude outside of Power Ranger stuff. First of all, he was a like a ninth degree black belt. So the dude was a legit badass. Like he could fight. Um and he even did some MMA fighting and he had a I think he had a pretty decent record in that too. Like the dude could really fight. And every time I seen this guy uh or had words with him, he was always so kind. He was super, super kind. And it didn't matter who it was. And it wasn't even always about money. Like if he was just walking around and somebody was like, hey, Jason and Frank, what's up, man? You know, like, can I get a picture? He's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it, man. How are you doing? How are you feeling? You know, he would ask how you were doing. You know, he was just, he would sing the Power Ranger theme with you. Like he... He made people's day. And I used to see this guy because he was at every show. Conroy was here and there. He was, you know, at selected shows. I guess he wasn't trying to stress himself out. But Jason David Frank was at, I swear, he was at more shows than Stan Lee. Him and Stan Lee, I had like, I think they were in competition who was going to get the most Comic-Cons in because I just thought he was just a great person. Um, uh, I was at the the show where, and uh, where the guy had came there to he wanted to do a a shooting and he wanted his his target was Jason David Frank. This was in 2016 at a comic con, and luckily they caught the guy before mm-hmm. this terrible thing that he was planning went down. But that was his confession. And I thought to myself, why would you want to kill a guy like that? This guy is so kind to people. Yeah. Um, he had he always had good energy. Good energy, like walking around, you know, at one point he had like a mohawk or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had great energy. And I just really appreciated that about like, hey, what's up, man? How's he doing? These these drawings are good, man. You know, just anything, just anything positive, you know? Like you I don't know what a bad day looks like for that dude. And so when I got the news that he was, I'm like, how? Did he car accident? Or Not in a million years would I thought take his own life. But I guess that's just how it goes sometimes to people who are um, that, that personality type. Is they really sad inside or something's going on? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, because there's a lot of, like, like Robin Williams, getting back to Conroy, you know, that was his roommate. Um, Conroy, that was his roommate when he was at Julia, was Robin Williams. And he knew Robin Williams better than a lot of people, because he was rooming with the guy. But Robin Williams was that guy. He was, you know, always making people laugh, and but inside he was sad. He was hurting. You know, yeah, and I, I, I'm assuming Jason David Frank was hurting bad, and that makes me sad. You know, here we have Kevin on on this end, who's also beloved, but you know he had different things going on. But he was he was good. He it seemed like Kevin was good in his mm-hmm. in in his skin. 
you know, finding that man who was really finding himself. And then you have Jason who was not good inside. It's, it's just, wow. It's just, and two of them, both of them impacted my life. Kevin more so than, than Jason, but mm -hmm. um, having them both, you know, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like one, like Kevin Conroy, he was, he had so much love and stuff. And, yeah. and, and then Jason, he had love and stuff, but it wasn't uh, on the inside. He was miserable on the inside. At least that's what I'm putting together from that being the end result. Um, that there had to be something really sad or dark that he just couldn't cope with. And, I, and I'm really sad that, that that's how that turned out. I'm just really sad about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know with Jason and Frank, I'm always just going to remember the energy because I, I followed him on social media and he just always just had so much like energy when he would do little videos and stuff and go to cons and just uh I, I feel like a lot of times he ends up in memes about just like his time as especially the green ranger when yeah. the epic battle where he kicks the power rangers out of the megazord and he just mm -hmm. like beats them all up yeah <laughs> like people talk about that a lot or just him with it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's like it's a this dagger flute, but it sounds like a synthesizer. Yeah, but he's wearing his it's mask. A, it's like, how? It's that 90s stuff. It's <laughs> like that 90s sound effects. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think they meant for it to sound like that. <laughs> I just think it had no choice. <laughs> but like, where's the sound coming from? Like, because he's wearing a mask. Like, but... Oh. Whatever, but <laughs> I, I think the Power Rangers have because their masks. You could never see their mouths talking anyway. Mm -hmm. Their mouths were always like stationary, like just steel, you know, stagnant. That's the word, static. Sorry, not stagnant. That's water. Uh, <laughs> there was just static mouths. You never saw mouths moving. Right. Um, so I guess there was devices in there, like Darth Vader. You know. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, like it was like. That's it's creating his breathing noise. So I guess it could make synthesizer noises through the mask. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I try not to think too much about it. But just yeah. also like as a teenager, because I think I was like in eighth grade when he became the White Ranger, and I just saw him and Kimber Kimberly's love story was like the greatest of all time. At that <laughs> in my life i was just like yes i want someone to pick me up when i pass out and call me beautiful and <laughs> like when she left like i was so upset that he just like fell in love with like the next girl who was a pink ranger i'm just like really sorry any pink mm. ranger will do but then i go back i'm like well she did break up with him when she yeah, left she, the show yeah, she brought but that on herself that that tore me up <laughs> that like that that happened to happen I, I wanted them to be together forever because i was living vicariously through kimberly because i wanted to marry tommy but mm. you know mm. <laughs> well i didn't want to marry him who are you to judge me? <laughs> I didn't want to marry him, but I wouldn't mind fighting side by side with him. Mm -hmm. um, I would have had to be like Purple Ranger or something since Black and Blue were already taken. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
Well, we're coming to a close of our program. Uh, I'll let just go for a second. Do you want to promote anything? Because, like, I mean, you're pretty big on the TikTok, the tickety talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, on all platforms, my name is going to be Geets Romo. That's G E E T Z R O M O. Um, on TikTok, on Instagram, um, all of that, Twitter. Um, have an album coming out February, so I guess stay tuned for that. Um, and a movie I'm planning to, I guess, work on more for the summer. So I guess just look up for the name Justin Turner. Album, as in musical album? Yeah. You're singing. Singing or rapping? I, I produced all of it, and I'm just finding different artists in Atlanta to help me out. Okay. Oh, I like that. Okay. And that's February? Yeah. Okay. Black History Month. Good timing. I like how you did that. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> right. I'll be, te- I'll be checking that out for sure, man. Okay. But, and let me know if there's any, like, uh, uh, crowdfunding or anything like that for it. So I yeah, I'll send you some money. You know, I'll, I'll send you some of the beats. All I right. All right, cool, cool, cool. Bet. <laughs> All right, AJ, where can we find you? Um, just look for artist AJ Moore on everything. Artist AJ Moore. That's even cash out if y'all want to buy me a cup of tea, salt and drink coffee, or a slice of pizza. Artist AJ Moore. You have to put the artist, else you'll get every other AJ Moore but me. Um, uh, except for Twitter, but. Twitter, I don't even know if Twitter gonna be here. So you don't I have know, to, right? You don't have to find me on Twitter. You give it I'm on everything else. <laughs> except TikTok, because I don't I don't tick or talk. <laughs> but uh I do all the other stuff. I'm an artist, y'all, for those who don't know. And I draw stuff. And, you know, so I don't really need to be on TikTok. But yeah, that's how you find me. Okay. Oh, listeners, like, I mean, I'm still on Twitter technically, but I, I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see, like, quirky podcasts. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know if I'm going to get on the newer networks that are out there. Maybe. We'll see. And this, I guess this episode ends my hiatus from the show, and I'll be back with new episodes next month. And Thank you for listening and like thank you for all everyone who was listening when I wasn't producing. Like I still would like get updates like people are still listening to like older episodes, which is great. It it makes me feel good about, you know, what I do. I'm not like Joe Rogan, but like, you know, like people listen. You tell the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Just playing, Joe, if you're watching. Y'all gonna come for me. He's not he doesn't listen to this. I'm not cool. You never know. You never know. You never know. You you might want to find the next uh, host, not hosts. Uh, what is it called? Co-host. Not co-host. Guest. The next guest. Yeah. You can be the next guest. You never know who's listening. That's the thing. So could Meghan Markle be listening to me? Like, oh my <laughs> god. Could be. You never know. That you never know. Awesome. Just like Kevin Conroy, he never knew who he was touching. He never knew who he was watch who was watching him and listening to him and what that did. Yeah. You never know. 
It might seem far-fetched. Like, Meghan Markle listens to my show? It's like when I meet certain celebrities. And I was like, hi, I'm, yeah, you're Adrian Moore. I know who you are. And I'm like, how do you know me? And you're not mad? It's weird. That always catches me off guard. Yeah, of course I know who you are. Can I get a picture with you? On their phone. Oh. I'm like, what? Yeah, you never know. That's the thing, because mm -hmm. people have low-key, like, they have their account, and then they have burner accounts that they watch yeah. stuff on, you know, so it won't send them all the spam and stuff. And Yeah. I mean, like, as someone who's noble is listening, like, you know, come on the podcast. Like, I won't ask any, like, gotcha Barbara Walters questions and stuff. Mm -hmm. I just saw this, like, <laughs> interview with, like, Barbara Walters. She was interviewing Catherine Hepburn. And she was getting her about like her personality and like like don't you wear dresses? And she's like, I have one pair of pants. I'll wear them to your funeral. I'm like, oh, savage. <laughs> no, Captain Hepper said that to Barbara Walters because Barbara Walters was like asking her questions about like how she dresses and stuff. And she's like, I'll wear it to your funeral. I'm like, oh, yeah, Captain Hepper told that you straight. <laughs> Ooh. That's vicious. Yes. <laughs> That's vicious. Like, she, if she was still alive, they should be 125 or something like that. Because she was she was quite yeah. old. That's what someone said online. But yeah. that might be off. But like she's she's a lot older than Robert Walters was, and that was like back in the day. Yeah. Mm, that's something else. But yeah, I, I don't I don't ask gotcha questions. We'll have fun. Um I won't geek out unless it's like your Jolly Whitaker or something like that. But I I would try to calm myself beforehand and be normal. Yeah. Always be professional. Oh absolutely. I, I I'll geek out and cry later. You don't you won't see that part. <laughs> like I'm gonna meet Jolly Whitaker at Gallifrey one in February and I'm gonna be good. I'm not gonna curtsy when I see her, because like, I've, I've been cursing and I curse it to my kids. I curse it to my cat. Because mm. it's, it's just like, I love and respect you. Let me do this deep Meghan Markle curse. You're like, oh, you know. So I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going right. to say I love you. I'm going to do that after I leave when I go up to my hotel room and just like have my meltdown. But I'll be professional. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, listeners, again, thank you for listening. And um, we'll see you next time. Hopefully, nobody dies again. Hopefully, yeah. Lord, yeah. the rough the month for November. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, stay safe. All yeah. right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>